have you ever done a cleanse? Actually, no, I haven't. Why didn't you end up doing it? It's pretty expensive. I just think making a day out of it is a little bit too much. Yes, and I almost passed out. Yeah. And then like dinner came around and I started feeling the hunger pangs. And I was like, all right, I'll just keep drinking more water. So it was like a water fast. It was the most ridiculous thing I ever did. I've done it once, I never did it again. So, welcome to Undressed. I'm Megan Collins of Style Girlfriend. So, on Style Girlfriend, we're usually talking about how what you put on your body affects the way you live your life, right? Today we're talking about what you about how what you put in it can do the same. And honestly, guys, that can be for better or for worse. Uh, let me back up though. So last winter, my editor started filling up the office fridge with these weekly soup cleanses, right? Where one meal a day was a soup, freshly made, just sort of as a meal replacement. And I gotta admit, while it's kind of weird to see soup in what looks like a cold-pressed juice bottle, I had to admit that the meal she was heating up looked amazing, smelled amazing too for that matter. Uh, and that's why today our guest is the author of the Soup Cleanse Cookbook and founder and CEO of said soup delivery service, Splendid Spoon, Nicole Centeno. You guys, this company is amazing. It was built on the idea that small steps in your diet add up to a huge positive impact for your overall health, which, ahem, does that sound familiar to anyone? Uh, well, the idea of eating soup to detox is nothing new. It's honestly taken on this very trendy bent lately, and I think it's something that women have very much jumped on the bandwagon, and I'm not so sure about guys. Um, you know, it's it's a really interesting version of an intermittent fast, which is something I do think that guys can get on board with, which that's been shown to boost metabolism, refresh immunity, detoxify organs, shed unwanted weight. Like, these are all things that all of us want, right? Uh, so why don't men and women both jump on this bandwagon. It can it can hold all of us, guys. Um, so if you've been curious about quote-unquote cleanses, and maybe soup cleanses in particular, have a listen to our conversation. This episode is brought to you by 5-4, a simple, affordable way to expand your wardrobe. And now, introducing Nicole Centeno. Nicole, thanks so much for being with us. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, this is the perfect time to talk soup, being fall and all. I'm currently, like, clutching a mug of tea. Um, <laughs> like, I should be, you know, reading a Mary Higgins Clark book and sitting by the fire. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, that's it's the perfect time to talk soup. So, how did you come to launch Splendid Spoon? So, I launched Splendid Spoon three years ago when I was pregnant with my first son, Grover. Um best and baby name in the world. Thanks. <laughs> um, and there was a great sense of urgency I had when I was pregnant of like taking care of myself. And it was all the more frustrating because my background is like entirely in nutrition and food. I went to school and studied biology. I studied different metabolic um, sort of theories on how ancient diets can help you be healthier, prevent disease, reduce tumor size, things like that. Ancient diets, are we talking like paleo? Um, sort of. Well, so looking at like how our body is naturally bio biologically designed, um, and a little bit of the paleo philosophy is definitely in there, the idea that we um, lived on mostly plant-based sort of lean diets for longer periods of time when we were hunters and foragers. And then that there were periods of time where we would indulge and um, like dance around the fire and all that. And that definitely is part of the plan with Splendid Spoon with our soup cleanse program is to dance around fires. Totally dancing around the yeah. fire. Um, and, you know, the getting to that dance around the fire is appreciating that there are sort of um, leaner, more simple uh, 
rituals that you can have around your plant-based meals. And that gives you that intermittent fast, um, which has lots and lots of health benefits. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because that's something I, I know I've read about, uh, my friend, Steve Cam on nerd fitness. He, he, uh, talks a lot about the idea of intermittent fasting. Um, it sounds like from my ignorant point of view, it sounds good for you, but it also sounds miserable. Yeah. It sounds scary, right? Like yeah. anytime you put the word fasting, it's like you think not eating. Um, it means a significant calorie reduction. It doesn't necessarily mean not eating. What happens when you experience fasting, whether it's a full day or, um, in small pieces throughout the week, which is what we create with our soup cleanse program is the amount of sugar or glucose, which is what our body uses for all of its functions. Like regardless of what you're eating, it kind of gets broken down into these really small molecules of glucose. If you reduce the availability of that, then your body's metabolic pathways shift a little bit. Um, If you shift it really significantly, then you'll go into what's called ketosis, where you're actually breaking down fat. That's sort of like the basis of the Atkins diet. Um, or if you're not eating enough, um, your body will go through all of its glycogen stores in the liver, and then it will start breaking down your own fat stores. Um, so those are sort of like the intense, (laughs) um, concepts around fasting. But if you can, you can also tap into the cellular benefits by doing it in little sort of like baby steps is what we talk about. Um, small steps every day can achieve the same health benefits. And there's a cellular repair cycle that happens. Um, your body's able to actually like do the things it needs to do to get rid of free radicals, to increase um, your ability to fight off disease. And that's really what we're talking about when we look at intermittent fasting. It's like these little things that can help your body just work more efficiently without feeling like, I'm starving. (laughs) Right. I mean, I think that that can be what scares people off. But I think for a lot of guys, that can also feel like a really interesting challenge. Totally. I mean, the thing that I love about it, and we have, I would say that some of our most loyal customers are men um, for this reason, that the program is very straightforward. It's a, I like to look at what I call straight line solutions. Like what are the straightest lines to where you want to get to? And I tend to think that those solutions are really simple and often kind of like lying right in front of you. And going back in time and looking at how our ancestors existed and um, going back to even looking at societies that have um, like more instances of living to the age of 90 or 100, similar solutions, like they eat mostly plants, they don't eat a ton of meat-based calories, Um, and there's sort of like this moderate most of the time lifestyle, and then yeah, there's indulgence, and you don't worry about it, because it's because if you're making these small changes every day, then the birthday party or the big wedding celebration, then you can just enjoy yourself. So is there anything, are you vegan, vegetarian? No. You, okay. I mean, that's the other thing too. Like I am, I'm a person who enjoys being in the gray area. Like I don't believe in black and white all the time. I don't believe in lists of like definitely yes all the time. Definitely no, never. I don't feel right in those types of environments. And so I'm not a vegan. I just veg a lot is like what I say. <laughs> um, I love to eat vegetables. My body feels better when I eat mostly plants. I like to run. And so my joints don't bother me when I'm eating mostly plants, 
But um, I do also enjoy sort of like the cultural elements of eating and cooking with me. I went to culinary school. So for me, like vegans shut your ears, but like hearing a piece of meat like go into a cast iron skillet is really enjoyable for me. Um, and my family's Filipino, so there's like lots of pork in our heritage. Um, I don't do it a lot because I think it's better for my body and definitely for the environment to not eat a lot of meat, dairy. But never say never. How long do you think it takes for a person's body to... I mean, you mentioned like my body likes vegetables. Like mm-hmm. I feel like tuning in in that way yeah. is what we as Americans, whatever, our culture... That's what we suck at. Like yeah. we're, we're taught to be like, no, you don't need to sleep. Just have more coffee. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, whatever don't it listen is, to your body. Don't Ignore listen to your body. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We spend so much time kind of pushing down what yeah our body wants or our mind or our heart, whatever it yeah. is. So how long would you say in terms of creating good eating habits? How, how long does that take? I think it varies for everyone. When you look at science, they say it's between like four and 12 weeks. That's right. a pretty big variance, yeah. right? Um, but... I think that anything you can do for a month does embed itself a little bit. And even if you take a break and then go back to it, it'll get easier and easier. Um, I do think that there is an element of patience that we're not accustomed to for that sort of like, it's like the pill mentality. If I'm not working out hard enough and my muscle, that my muscles hurt, I haven't done enough. Or like if I am having a mug of soup and I don't immediately feel energized, then it doesn't work. So I'm not going to do it again. For me, month is sort of like a good four weeks is like mm-hmm. a good time frame to really establish any new habit. Um, and I think it's also about being realistic with food. Food I find to be the hardest area for people to make these shifts because one, like we all have to eat, right? It's like a biological need. Two, there are so many opportunities to indulge in like high fat, high sugar, high salt, just because that's what's around us all of the time. And three, like habit formation is just hard. So we, and we put all this pressure on ourselves to do so much that it's like, what I, I mean, the expectation is just like impossible to reach. Like, not only do I want to feel better and like exercise, but I'm also going to completely like eradicate all of these things that I'm used to enjoying for emotional and physical pleasures. It's like, that's too hard. Make like one little shift, do it for a month and then maybe push yourself to do something else. Yeah. And to your point, what you said earlier about like, if it doesn't feel like it's working right away, like I think some people feel like if I'm on a diet and I'm not miserable, then it's not working. No. Which is so sad. So sad. Like that's the, that's like the whole industry that I'm fighting against to be like, this is total, can I swear on this show? Sure. Um, (laughs) To be like, this is total bullshit. Like the diet industry is a $60 billion industry and 75% of people who go onto a diet gain more weight than like they set out to lose. And so that's an industry that's like kind of up. Like it's based on, it thrives on your failure and a lot of what I'm trying to do with Splendid Spoon is be like, guys, look, it's not that hard. It can be really simple. It can be super effective and it can empower you. It doesn't have to make you feel like a loser. Like, what is that? What kind of an industry is that? That's up. <laughs> well, I think that's really interesting. Um, and I see a lot of parallels with Style Girlfriend. Like something that we talk about a lot is just l- the language of, mm-hmm. of getting guys into 
being comfortable working harder on their wardrobes, mm-hmm. taking care with their personal style and their personal appearance. Mm-hmm. It's why we're very careful not to call style work from a fashion blog because mm-hmm. the word fashion can really throw guys off. Right. Like, well, I'm not into fashion. I just want right. to look good. Right. So I'm curious about how, you know, you talk to customers or potential customers. Do you, I mean, you don't shy away from the word cleanse, but you don't, you know, you would never say diet. Right. So can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah. I think that, I definitely think we've sort of evolved beyond the idea of the diet. Like that is just an antiquated term. I don't shy away from the word cleanse because I think there is something beneficial to clearing space for yourself in some element of regularity, whether it's that one meal, whether it's one full day, there is a nice unity that happens there. And just sort of like, again, very simple, short period of time to be like, this is my one period of time, my one day, my one meal that I'm going to say no to all of that other stuff. And then I can like continue to move about the cabin comfortably. I think that the idea of looking at food as separate from you is again, like so bullshit. Like the idea of I'm going to do this for four days or I'm going to do this for two days and then I'm going to like be fixed. I'm going to be able to choose better. It's like, let yourself be you, like let yourself do your thing and yeah, make some shifts because our environment create creates our environment makes it very difficult to be healthy so yeah there are some modifications but they don't have to be complete overhauls today's episode is brought to you by five four for just sixty dollars a month this la-based brand will send you a delivery of stylish clothes not available anywhere else build your wardrobe and diversify your look with clothes for the office the weekend and everywhere in between Visit 54club.com to learn more and become a member. I wanted to learn more about it, so I asked my brother Aaron to take the service for a spin. Here's what he had to say. They kind of talk you through everything right on the website. It takes you through a series of really easy questions, and then it takes you through a series of fittings as far as what your size is not complicated. It's not one of these companies where you have to give, you know, every measurement. Uh, It's more just, just waist size, what's your shirt size, that kind of a thing. And did you know all those measurements offhand? Yeah, I think every guy knows what their typical jean size is, what their shirt size is. It it doesn't even go into uh, what's your neck size. And that's where I think some people kind of don't know what to answer for that. Probably took about five to 10 minutes at the most. As soon as you click submit, they say, your first clothing package is on the way. And, and that was that. I mean, for somebody who does not love to shop, that was really appealing. All right, Brother Bear, thank you so much. Tell the Style Girlfriend audience, hi. Hey, Style Girlfriend audience. This is Style Girlfriend's brother, Aaron. It's been a pleasure. Undressed listeners can get 50% off their first month's package when they sign up with the code STYLEGF. Just go to 54club.com and enter StyleGF at checkout. 54, live beyond the box. So, how would you maybe talk about some smaller changes that a guy could make who is interested in mm-hmm. living better and mm-hmm. eating better? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how could he kind of take baby steps towards that? Well, I mean, I think that the soups and stews and chilies that we create for a guy can sometimes be like that's never going to fill me up so i think if you start with instead of getting a bag of chips with your sandwich or instead of having like 
a snack at like Chipotle, like trying to have a soup or a stew or a chili instead um, and seeing how that makes you feel. Because I think that it can feel like, wait, this this lady's got like a one size fits all solution. No way. And I, I like, I totally feel that. And I think whether you're a man or a woman, it depends on your lifestyle, your activity level and all that stuff. Um, my ex used to always bring like a soup. I mean, he's still, he'll still like stock up at my fridge <laughs> when he picks up the kids. But like, there is still this feeling of if I have this as something healthy to go to, then it's definitely replacing something pretty junky. And that's great. So do you think if a guy, yeah, looks at, again, if it's, um, the soups come in sort of a cold-pressed juice mm-hmm. bottle, if he's And like, in pints, and we also have them in, like, pints where they're hardier. So do you recommend different sizing for men versus women? I don't. I do have, um, that's part of the concept behind the meal replacement, is, like, pick the meal that is challenging to you for your schedule or that you seem to always, like, 10 o'clock, you're ordering seamless because you're starving, like switch it with a soup at 10 and then go to bed. Yeah. You know, like those are the shifts that feel like it's not, maybe not going to be enough, but end up being huge because instead of having like literally 1800 calories from like pad thai, you're (laughs) having 400, um, with like a couple of like with a big soup, you know, it's a big difference. So with just one soup a day, what is a change that guys could expect in terms of either mass or just how he's feeling. Definitely energy levels increase. I think especially if you heavy up at the end of the the middle or the end of the day with your meals, if you replace with a lighter meal, your energy levels throughout the day remain a lot more consistent. And then your energy level in the morning, because you're not going to bed with like undigested food in your system is much, much higher. It's like a cleaner, clearer wake-up feeling um, versus have, ending, the meal, ending the day with a heavy meal puts your body, puts stress on your body, and that can contribute to that sluggishness in the morning. So you might find like, oh, actually, like I do want to do a morning workout, which is cool. And weight loss for sure, I have to say. Like that definitely, if that's something that is important to, to you, then you're swapping out a meal that is traditionally for you probably much higher than 300, 400 calories. That makes a big difference over the course of even just one week. It's like pretty, I find it to, most people are sort of like astonished at how much it changes them. I had a um, customer actually who his cholesterol, I can't remember the numbers. I should have looked it up before this interview, but his points and his cholesterol went down so significantly that his doctor was like, what are you doing? (laughs) It was in, and it was in four weeks. He was like, I don't, he was at risk for type two diabetes and was like no longer at risk. And his doctor was like, what have you done? Sometimes the most obvious answers. Yeah. The ones that are right. Yeah. And so the, yeah, the idea of, well, I started eating non-processed foods Full, you know, chock full of vegetables. <laughs> like, yeah. Of course that helps. And even just once a day. Yeah. Like it really does make a big difference. So what are, you know, some other things that you can, that you espouse in your own life that are small changes that can make a big difference, like swapping in one bowl of soup? Um, well, with food or other things, anything. anything. I think that beyond just the like simplicity with the mealtime rituals, being present minded, being mindful has been very transformative for me and has been a part of my life, but been a much deeper part of my like 
active life um, with my kids, like being fully present to walking my older son to school, being with them at dinner time, being with them at breakfast time, and putting the phone away and really being committed to whatever moment I'm in that starts to seep into all other areas of your life. So like when I'm on a run, I'm just on a run. When I'm at work, I'm just at work. And that has then led me to like an even deeper practice with meditation, which kind of brings you to the next level. Right. And so that just like being present for a meal, a walk, huge. Yeah. So are you big on like, we're not watching TV, TV while we're eating or yeah. not reading a book. Like, I'm literally just eating yeah. my meal. Like, I'm just eating my meal. And I, I find that, like, most of our customers give us feedback that they regulate their appetite better in that way. Um, emotion is so tightly tied to appetite and cravings. And we're not always aware that it's, like, tied up in a knot. And once you start to release that knot, you can see, like, oh... Those are the little ribbons of emotion and these are the strings that are actually tied to my body being hungry. And it's simpler. Yeah, for sure. I say for sure, but of course I like totally struggle. Well, with I mean that. like it's simple. It's like, like again, concept, it's like yeah, right? like, you, like, you can see how that makes sense, but it's that's like being the human is that like mm-hmm. that's part of being present is like being I have to do it every day all the time, you know, in order for those ribbons and strings not to get all tangled up. Yeah. But I love that way of thinking about it. Personally, I have some real anxiety around not really knowing my way around a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Cooking is something I actually enjoy. I do Blue Apron, which is not a podcast sponsor, but should be. And I love it because it's like, do this, then do this, and then do this. And yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe I'll listen to a podcast or I'll listen to music. But like otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to pay attention to chopping this onion or yeah. chop my finger off. Right. And so I really right. like that. And I was looking up some of the recipes from your cookbook, and everything looked delicious, but it also looked like relatively I'm not gonna say complicated but like maybe putsy like there's a lot of ingredients Mm. how do you not get intimidated by the idea of I don't know what I'm doing in the kitchen but like I can get there like yeah you know how can you kind of start at zero well I think that I mean the cooking videos are really helpful for that I definitely try to demystify it as much as possible in the book and there is a, a lot of there's like a common theme with all of them where it's you're chopping up some aromatics putting them in a pot, letting them sort of like cook down and then adding main ingredients and then letting it simmer. There's sort of like that concept is that structure is there for almost all of the recipes. And then we do a Facebook live on Splendid Spoon every week with one of the recipes. Um, we should do one together. It would be That'd fun be to like all cook together, actually. Um, you can come to my apartment. I, I do like, an in- I like set an intention for everyone and then I'm like a total weirdo <laughs> in the kitchen. But that's also like, I think, Reminding yourself that cooking is a natural thing for all of us and that it is, um, it, it doesn't have to be super complicated. And actually soup, because it's so forgiving, is a great way to introduce yourself to the kitchen and like start feeling comfortable. Because it's like chop the onions into cubes, like do the best you can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's going into a pot cooking down and then like kind of getting squishy a little bit. So like, it doesn't have to be totally perfect. And I think that that's a lot of where that um, intimidation starts to melt away. It's like, it's cool. Yeah. It's like you're there. You can make no wrong move, right? Like you cook something a little bit too long. Like you throw a little water in so that it slows down, you know, that kind of mentality around um, forgiveness to yourself that like, 
It's fine. It's like the towel of soup. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Next book. Next book. I, I just, soup. yeah, dedicate to me. That's all I ask. <laughs> no, and I, I totally agree with that. And I think that um, the nice thing about cooking and really anything else is that you can only get better at it. Mm-hmm. So maybe you chop them into like pentagons this time and then the next time they get more like cubes yeah who knows and also like the cool thing about following a cookbook or like looking at a video um having a friend that you like to cook with is you always pick up a little skill um like chopping onions there are there's like a little shortcut if you cut like along the lines and then it basically makes them the cube size that you want if you then cut perpendicular to them and it takes 15 seconds you know what I mean um and I definitely do believe in the power of experience so just get a nice sharp knife and hack away (laughs) that's gonna be the cut we use um totally out of context oh my god I love it so perfect for Halloween before I let you go let me give you a platform a, a soup box if you will um to just like talk on other cleanses like give me (laughs) give me like what's like the master cleanse about like give me like anything else that you're just like I've been wanting to debunk this myth about x y or z yeah I mean the biggest thing for me is that the idea of a quick fix is false and there is a huge industry based on the idea that like the quick fix works doesn't work like one day two days three days are not going to solve all your problems you're not going to be like the size that you want to be forever after the, those three days. And, and anyone who tells you that that will happen is a jerk. So like, just walk away from that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of like, look more inside yourself, like what feels right? And making a small shift really does make a difference. So let's all be psyched that it doesn't have to be so complicated. That I love. I can definitely get behind that. Nicole, thank you so much. Last question for you. We ask all of our guests, Mm -hmm. what was your first million bucks moment? My first million bucks moment was um, we had this book club when I was in, I guess it started in kindergarten or first grade, like whenever you first started like learning to read. You had a book club in first grade? And it was like you had this pin. I know, right? I know, totally. (laughs) You had this pin and it was like, a rainbow and around the rainbow were like these little stars and you got to put a sticker on the star for every book that you read. And I think there were like 10 stars or whatever. And, and, and when your pin was filled up, you got a gift certificate to pizza hut. Oh, like for a personal pan pizza. For like, yeah. For like a personal pan pizza. And so the first pin that I filled up was like, I had made it. (laughs) I'm going to pizza hut. Nothing can stop me now. Yeah, I can see it so. It's like a really clear memory to me. And even like going into the Pizza Hut, and they would give you like a dough to play with and stuff like that. I mean, and also like not any Pizza Hut. Not not like a great culinary experience, I would say. (laughs) But um, the reward aspect of it. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Maybe we should have like pins with stars for every week that you do the soup cleanse. Oh, I think think you're onto something here. Anything you can gamify, <laughs> totally. I'm, I'm a sucker for it. Totally. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, I earned stars? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. in. Give me 100. Yes, I'm with you. That was fantastic. I love it. Um, <laughs> Nicole Centeno, thank you so much. Where can people find you? Where can they find Splendid Spoon? Where can they find the Soup Cookbook? Yeah, so Soup, soup Cleanse Cookbook is on Amazon um, by me, Nicole Centeno. Um, and then... <laughs> 
Splendid Spoon delivers nationally. So um, anywhere in the U.S., we deliver to you SplendidSpoon.com. Pick out the program that works for you. Um, and then on Instagram, we are Splendid Spoon NY. And, uh, and this Facebook Live. People are going to have yeah, to check that Facebook out. Yeah, Facebook Live. Check it out. It's really fun. That's something new we're doing, too. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm okay. So you guys have to come over to my place and we'll cook together. Because I'm like, I'm an Aries, so I'm very like center of the universe. I'm like, I love Facebook Live. It's so fun. <laughs> I've never heard anyone uh, connect their social media to their, their astrological sign before, but sure. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Well, hang out with me a little more. Little <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Uh, amazing. Nicole Centeno of the Splendid Spoon, thank you so much. You guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please go rate and review it on iTunes. Till next time, I'm Megan Collins of Style Girlfriend. This is Undressed.